My name is Nate Mickle. You're listening to Mickles and Dimes Layer 2, where every interview is dedicated to the simple, the practical, and the underappreciated. Ryan Westwood is an entrepreneur who has built multiple companies, including Simplus, where Ryan was named one of the best CEOs in the country. Ryan has also sold multiple companies, and in 2020, Ryan sold Simplus for $250 million. Ryan is a columnist for the Wall Street Journal and Forbes, and he is the best-selling author of the book, Five Characteristics of a Successful Entrepreneur. Ryan is also an active philanthropist, helping disadvantaged youth attend college and succeed as entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoy learning from Ryan Westwood today, because I always do. Ryan, it's so great to catch up again today. We were neighbors in Sugar House in Salt Lake City for a year or two, but however long it was, it wasn't long enough. So I'm grateful that we can catch up again today. Oh, I'm so grateful to be on the podcast with you. So I've been watching your career uh, for the last several years. You've had an incredible career, ton of success. And as you think back on that career, uh, are there any simple, practical, underappreciated lessons you've learned from your career that you would most want to pass on to future generations, your children? Okay, so I'm going to illustrate one of those things that I would love to pass on through this story. So in 2018, I'm on vacation with my family at a resort and we're together and my wife is like, and this is a really embarrassing kind of funny story that I've just decided I'm going to share for the practicality (laughs) of the lesson. So we're, we're together and we're in at this resort and my wife is like, Hey, I've been watching these couples do acro yoga. And she's like showing me these videos. She's like, look how cool this is. We could do acro yoga together out here on the lawns. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's try it. Let's do it. Well, I had been working out again for like two weeks consistently. (laughs) And so I had an inflated idea about where I was at in that curve. Uh, Two weeks in, it's definitely out of shape, but feeling better. And so I start to do a simple acro yoga pose. And while I'm doing it, I'm lifting my wife. Now, I'm lifting her and I feel a snap in my back. And oh, geez, I realize that I, my L4, L5, I've, I've, I've totally, I mean, I have hurt my back pretty bad, Nate. And so I feel it. I'm like ready to cry. I'm in so much pain. And mind you, people are like, okay, you know, you were lifting your wife. Nobody wants to like get hurt lifting their wife. Well, my wife's like a hundred and something 105 pounds very very small light woman and so no excuses for me i mean it makes it even more embarrassing for me but i get i get hurt and we're at a jw marriott in las vegas and you do not want to go to an instacare on the strip in las vegas real quick i believe that's the jw marriott we used to stay at it's on the northwest side of town in summerland and i love that place we used to stay there when we'd play unlv so yeah, it's just in Summerlin's a nice spot and it's uh-huh. it's kid friendly. So if you've got a family, it's a great place to go. But I also used to work in Vegas and I know the rest of that area and I know Vegas well. My son was born in Vegas. So 
Yes. Okay. So we go to an Instacare that's low, that's as close as we can to that JW Marriott. We get there and it's just filthy. I mean, it is riddled with, with, you know, drug addicts and the, the chairs are falling apart. It looks dirty and grungy, you know, coming from Utah to IHC. I mean, it looked like a stark difference in, in Instacares. And I'm in there and I'm, I can just see that. I mean, I'm in terrible pain, but I can see I'm just not a priority and I'm waiting. And finally they say, okay, you can come back. And I'm telling the, the doctor, you know, here's what happened. My back is just hurting so bad. I'm in so much pain and I'm leaning over and I tell the doctor, I think I'm going to cry. I'm just in intense pain. And the doctor's giving me a shot in the behind. Well, while she goes to give me the shot, I passed out. I fainted. So I faint. I'm on the ground laying there and there's all these doctors and nurses. I wake up and they're like, and meanwhile, I passed out with my pants down. <laughs> and so I'm on the ground and they're all looking at me and I'm thinking I'm conscious thinking I, when I, when I'm alert, I got to pull my pants up and I'm thinking thank heavens. I didn't hit my head on something else or, or, and, and they're like, you know, waving over me, like wake up, you know, well, here's what's worse. My wife and two daughters were in the room and my little girls thought I was dead. Oh my gosh. Like, what happened to daddy? Is daddy dead? They're screaming. Meanwhile, my wife is trying to explain to them what happened and get them to regroup and then grabs them both and takes them out of the room. So they get me kind of alert again. They give me the shot. And this is the end of the vacation. My wife rents like a Suburban and I lay in the back of the Suburban and it's just banging the whole time. And I'm laying and I'm just hurting so bad on this five hour drive and I get home and I go to my doctor and my doctor looks at me. He's this older gentleman right before retirement, year before retirement. And he looks me in the face and this guy is real direct. He doesn't mince words. And he says to me, son, look, your core is weak. <laughs> That's why this happened. And I'm like, I heard him say your core is weak, but more than that, I heard like your core is weak. Mm -hmm. And I realized I'm like, I need to do some work and there's some things I need to change in my life if I want to get to where I want to go and be who I want to be. And one of those, one of those things that I realized after, after that moment was I needed to be more disciplined day to day in just how I took care of my body. And I lost about 20 pounds. I started juicing. I started meditating. I started making these fundamental changes in my life. And I started these exercises. Now, when this happened, they told me I needed back surgery immediately. And I decided I could beat it with discipline. So I started doing these exercises. And they actually used my x-rays for a class to show that you can reverse damage like this and not get a back surgery. Wow. Um, but what I learned from the situation 
was that I needed, even though I had big dreams and things I wanted to accomplish and I was running really hard for those dreams, I needed to have the daily discipline to back up my big dreams. And I think what I had at that time was a lot of big dreams, but not enough discipline to get to where I wanted to go. You know, I didn't know you were going to share this story. And it's interesting to me because as we got on the call, I said, Ryan, you look younger than last time I saw you, which, you know, I'm now 40. And I'm sure you're experiencing this now where you'll go a few years without seeing somebody and then you'll see him and you'll go like, oh, wow, you've aged a lot. You know, you don't tell them that, but that's what you're yeah. thinking. Like, whoa, you've aged a lot. So this is a very uncommon experience to go a few years without seeing somebody and say like, wow, you look younger. You look, you look like a little kid. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I I'm 40 this year too. And um, I do feel better and I have a lot more energy. And it's because since that day for now, you know, five and a half years, I have not missed a day of these good habits. And they've, they've been life-changing for me. I feel more energy. I feel healthier. I feel happier because of the good habits that I developed that came out of that crisis. When the doctor was telling me, son, your core is weak. I took it to heart, but I also just realized in that moment that I, I was not backing up my dreams with the discipline it took to accomplish them. And I think a lot of people have great imaginations and they have big dreams, but the sacrifices and the discipline it takes to accomplish those are usually the most difficult part in the equation. Have you publicized your workout regime, your your diet? Like, is is this something that you want to like share a little bit more about? How like how did you have that discipline? Like, how did you make these changes? Yeah, you you learned your core was weak, but what is it that allowed you to be so disciplined? you know, like, a you know, basically just flipping a switch. Well, one of the things that I, I realized is I really, really wanted my dreams to come true. And this was standing in the way. And I think when I had that aha moment that I, that I needed to have more discipline to get to where I wanted to go. And meanwhile, this was kind of paralleling the company that I was building. Mm -hmm. I realized that in order for me to be the CEO that I needed to be to continue to run the company, I had to make these changes. And what I, what I realize in a lot of situations is people have big dreams and they're, they're on their way on the trajectory, but they're not ultimately able to get there because it takes just a little bit more discipline and effort than we're willing to put in. And that's why I see, you know, venture back CEOs, Nate, 75, 80% of them get replaced. And the reason for that is you have to transform as a human being along with the business. We, we spend a lot of time talking about how to build a big business. You know, here's the blueprint to a billion dollar business, but what's the blueprint to a billion dollar CEO or leader? What do they have to do to be that leader? So when we were at 600 million and 1 million, what I had to do as a CEO were dramatically yeah. to be different human beings. Yeah. And so when I realized that to get to my goals and dreams, I had to change, that's when I started trying a bunch of things. Now, I'm not someone who thinks you give um, someone, here's the five things to do every morning in your daily habits and everything's going to work out in your life and you're going to be successful. I just tested a bunch of things that I read and learned. I just started trying things and something stuck that I tested out. For you now, personally. 
for me personally. And right. I think everybody has to customize their habits to best suit them and their lives. And so for me, one of the things was I, there's a, there's a, a company called Vive Juice in Salt Lake. They deliver them every Monday and I leave the bottles on the doorstep and they pick them up and they deliver them again the next week. And the beautiful thing is, is it's just efficient with my time and there's four pounds of vegetables and it's healthy and I eat better. And one of the things I learned is make your good habits as easy as possible, you know, and bad habits, make them as hard as possible. And so for me, just having them on my doorstep made that easy and helped me form some good habits. And now, ironically, because of that juice, my whole palate has changed. I'm eating all these vegetables I never liked in the first 40 years of my life because of the juices I've been drinking. It sounds like uh, right out of Atomic Habits to me. Uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits books makes your make your easy have make the good habits easy and and the bad habits hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, how about protein? How do you how do you monitor other foods? So you're getting your veggies and uh, your fruits potentially as well from these drinks. How how do you manage other parts of your diet? So I'm trying to. I started with the juices. And then with proteins and everything else, I have protein shakes and things that I that I drink daily. That was hard too, because I couldn't figure out ones that agreed with my body for a long time. And I was just cycling through. And I feel like, Nate, all of these things, same thing, I started doing cold showers. And on cold showers, it was one of those things where I, uh, if I take a warm shower and then turn it to cold, and sit there for about 30 seconds, it wakes me up and it works really well. Some people just start the whole thing cold. Mm. So there's lots of little things like that that I had to just figure out. Um, meditation is something that I would consider now one of the most important things I do in my life. Um, I, I would say that it's made probably the most major difference to my life, meditation. Um, and what does that look like for you? What is your meditation? Because I know there's lots of ways to meditate. So what does that look like for you? I tried 20 different ways to meditate. And it took me, I'd say two years to actually get good at it. So Nate, it didn't come naturally to me. And it was really difficult for me. So I started trying to all kinds of techniques, but transcendental meditation has been what's works for me. And what I do is I breathe in and out of my nose about 10 times. And for some reason that helps me calm down and, and relax just in and out of my nose. And that helps me settle down a little bit. And then I'm able to mentally go into meditation. And sometimes I'll do gratitude. Sometimes I'll think about problems I want to solve. Sometimes I'll just sit in peace, but I'm able to sit still and feel relaxed. And I get up and I feel so much more um, just in the moment and at peace. And sometimes now my wife will say to me, Hey, Ryan, I can see you're getting wound up. Go meditate. She okay. even now will tell me this would be great for you to go do. Go I, I could have used that last night in our family. <laughs> my, somebody could have told me to go meditate. That would have been helpful. Yeah. So, so, you know, things get hectic or whatever else. And I could see my wife was like, hey, I, I, she's now can know me. She knows me well enough. She can identify when I need to probably go do that. How long so, is your meditation session typically? Uh, 30 minutes. Okay. If I'm lucky on like an off day, I'll do 45 minutes to an hour. 
but a half an hour is usually a good routine for me. And I feel really good with that. And it even got Nate to the point where my executives be like, Hey, Ryan, we can tell the way you're talking about this problem. You've been meditating on this. And so they um, even like it, it got into my executive team and with my family, they all could see how it was utilized and how it had impacted my life. You said, you know, that was five years ago that you made this change and you say you basically haven't missed a day in terms of having this discipline. Are there other aspects to this? So you got your diet, your meditation, exercise, I'm assuming is part of this. Like, how are you, what are you doing for exercise and how are you doing that? Yeah. So I just walk on a treadmill. I don't do anything intense, but I just walk and I talk on the phone or listen to podcasts and it just helps me, but I, I'm not a hardcore exerciser. Um, but that walking for 30 minutes, I don't know what it is, but that helps me a lot too. And I found that it's better for me than um, a sprint or hard workouts too. That just works well for me. I feel better. I feel good all day that way. It's so interesting to me because before COVID hit, I was playing basketball five days a week and I got into probably the best shape I'd been in in decade. And then COVID hits and I can no longer play basketball. And I've like, I got to do something. Well, I hate running. I, I mean, I, I, I hate it, but I've, I've got to do something. And then I realized, well, you know what, if I can, they call it temptation bundling. If I, if, or, you know, I, I put on you know a podcast while I run, suddenly I could run, but it has to be outside. I still can't run on a treadmill. I, I, I get too bored. So it, it was interesting for me. It took a while to figure out, but once I figured it out, it's like, oh, I, I can run. I just have to run under the right circumstances and I need to spend time earlier in the day, figuring out what I'm going to listen to so that I'm excited to go run because then it becomes about listening to the podcast. And, and so that's cool to hear that so much of this was just your experimentation to get to the point that you found something that worked for you. Yeah. I, and I love your example there. It was all these iterations. I, I, I did some like hardcore exercising and I found that I didn't feel as good throughout the day. And like you said, I started to look forward to kind of the, it was almost relaxing, but good exercise while I listened to a podcast or a book or learned something. And I was like, man, I look forward to that. Yeah. Now you look forward to it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Last question about this. How about sleep? I'm assuming you, sleep is, is a big part of this. You just look like you're somebody who's getting enough sleep. <laughs> well, I've, you know, that book, why we sleep that had a big uh, impact on my life. The uh, Cal Berkeley uh, professor. Yeah. And I finally like, I, I don't think I really in my life appreciated enough just how critical sleep is to everything else that we do in our day-to-day -day life. Are you grabbing the book? Look at that. That's <laughs> it. Yes. Yeah. That reading that book had a big impact on me. And I started, one of the big things I started to do was a routine of when I wake up every morning. And I've tried even on days that you know, sometimes it's not practical for me with a family and other responsibilities to go to bed right at the right same time every night. It just, it, I haven't been able to consistently do that. Um, but I get up at 6.30 no matter what. And now my body feels like it just does it on its own. And that, I feel like I get better sleep because of that. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm sure we could keep going. And 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 I, I, I think it's interesting that, you know, you, you haven't publicized kind of your program because it, it's probably still evolving, actually. I mean, you know, maybe the juice thing works for you now. 
right now, but in six months you need something else. Uh, but I really appreciate the importance of just iterating, tinkering to try to figure out something that works for you. Well, I know we keep going. You probably have other lessons you could share, um, but we're we're probably bad out of time. So I'll I'll put it back to you. Um, do you want to wrap up here, or do you want to share one more lesson? Well, I'll say this. I just I just think that for your kids or my kids that I, I want them to have big imaginations and I want them to dream big. Um, but we have to, we have to have the discipline every day to be able to accomplish those big, big dreams. And that was a, that was a great lesson for me that I'll carry with me the rest of my life. And uh, thanks for having me, Nate. Well, I am so grateful that you'd come on. I admire you. Uh, all of your employees that have worked for you, uh, they admire you and you have a lot of them. <laughs> Uh, you've been so incredibly successful in, in so many areas of your life. So I'm just grateful that you could share this lesson with me today. And, and it was so great to connect again. Thanks a lot, Nate. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mickles and Dimes. When Ryan broke his back and his daughter saw him passed out on the floor with his pants down, thinking he was dead. And then later when the doctor told Ryan that his core was weak, Ryan realized that it wasn't just his physical core that was weak. But rather than get surgery, Ryan decided to recover through discipline. He started juicing and meditating and he improved his sleep. But maybe the most interesting thing I learned is what Ryan didn't do. He didn't just adopt someone else's program. He experimented to find out what worked for him. For example, he tried 20 different ways to meditate before settling on one. He made his good eating habits easy and his bad eating habits hard. He studied the book, Why We Sleep. And thanks to his discipline and experimentation, Ryan lost 20 pounds and strengthened his core. In the words of Ryan, I want our kids to have big imaginations and dreams, but we have to have the discipline every day to accomplish those dreams. It's a simple idea. Please take it seriously. Nate Mickle here with three quick requests. First, if you would like a quick summary of these lessons delivered to your inbox, sign up for Nate's notes at natemickle.com. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. And finally, if you'd give this podcast a five-star review on Apple iTunes, I would really appreciate it. Thanks for your support.